Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, and we are three weeks from the early signing period. Three weeks from today, folks, it will all end, or at least a lot of it will. We're going to get to uh, a lot of your uh, recruiting questions from the corner today. We're going to talk about Iron Bowl. We're going to talk about a new commitment some possible upcoming commitments, and to help me do it all, Mr. J-Head and Mr. Cole Pinkston, how about you, fellas? How you doing over there, Jeffrey? Hey, buddy. <laughs> how about <laughs> they, These guys went hunting, didn't take me with them. I see how it is. I'm left out again. <laughs> well, we've got about an hour before I hit that hillside field, so uh, we're going to get right to it, man. Uh, before we do... If you're looking for a home, certainly not one like this. Uh, in, okay, <laughs> in or around Auburn, Opelika, Lee County, look no further for the help you need. Give her a call. Jessica Andrus with the Talent Group. She's a five-star realtor. She can help you find the house that you want and get rid of the one that you no longer do. Uh, Lee County, Auburn, Opelika is her specialty. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. Jessica Andrus with the Talents Group. Tell her we sent you. All right, fellas. Um, real quick recap. I mean, it's, al- it's, it's almost like the Iron Bowl was forever ago because early signing period starts December the 20th, three weeks, really two visit weekends. In-home visits start this week. Um, so a lot's going to be going on. We've seen uh, transfers hit the portal. We've seen offers go out to some of these transfers. We've got some of these transfers already set visits to Auburn. Uh, but before we get to the future, let's back up to the past. Uh, Iron Bowl was um, full of elite recruits. Uh, Jay Head from a outsider. Uh, what 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 did you, what were your you know takeaways from that from that game, recruiting wise? Some of the things that the recruits that were there had to say, and I'm not just talking about some recruits. I'm talking about high level impact type guys. Things that Ryan Williams had to say, things that Cam Coleman had to say. Um, it, seeing commitments at this time of the year reaffirm their commitment, which is a huge deal. I mean, it, we know that we're in the NIL facet of things, right, where head turners are going to come and guys are going to decommit. But to get a group of guys in that are the core of what you're trying to accomplish, I thought it was fantastic hearing some of the things that they had to say. Bryce Kane obviously left us with a little bit of I know what you don't. Um, there was a tease there somewhat. And then the 2025 guys that you had in, which to me is as important as anything, and you put on a performance that they absolutely wanted to see, that it hits all the criteria of what Auburn can be when it's right. Obviously, we didn't come away with the win, but that doesn't matter to recruits in the same way that it does fans, right? It's the atmosphere. Can I see myself playing in this environment? Can I see myself playing for the staff? What was the game plan? How was it utilized? And if they got me, they win that game, right? Like that's the pitch to these guys after it's all said and done. So I thought it was fair. And then obviously favor Edwin, big offensive tackle. Love the things that he had to say. Obviously Florida's made it a little bit closer than we would have anticipated two weeks ago. I still like where Auburn sits after asking around today. But, you know, it, I, it never hurts to have that being the last, the, the last impression that the kid gets if he does go through with a commitment here relatively soon. Cole, you talked to a lot of 2025 guys, and I thought getting them to the game was just as important, if not more, because next year that game's going to be in Tuscaloosa. This was their one time to see the Iron Bowl 
Auburn at its best in the Iron Bowl, competitive, leading in the fourth quarter all the way down to the end where recruits are getting ready to rush the field. Uh, but you talk to a lot of 2025 guys and a lot of 2024 guys as well. Uh, real quick, Cole, what was your takeaway from that game? Well, having all those 25 guys there is – I mean, it, there's always guys for the next class at these kind of games. But the way that people are reading these stories and the way that they're going, this is the target we have to have. I mean, there's a lot of focus on these guys. That tells me that you're you're ahead of schedule somewhat, whereas Auburn's been so behind of schedule in recruiting for a long time now. I mean, I can't think of a time in the last five, maybe even ten years, where they've been ahead of schedule like, all right, we've got most of our class. We can go ahead and start working on these next class. And as you can see, the next class looks really good right now. you got the commitment from Kalen Edwards, four-star guy from Tennessee. So um, to me, that's a huge sign. I think you checked. Um, there are two boxes to be checked, and you checked them both at the Iron Bowl. Proof of concept on the field and, you know, communication. That's the other one. You, yeah. you got in their ear. A lot of people walked away from there going, you know, that coaching staff is amazing. And it helps that you showed them, hey, you know, we can compete even without you, but we need you, though, we, to win that game. Yeah. yeah. Jay had uh, mentioned Favor Edwin. Cole mentioned Kalen Edwards, the kid who did commit after visiting for the Iron Bowl. Favor Edwin is expected to commit. He said Saturday night, any day now. Um, now, he's got an in-home with Billy Napier Friday night. I'm guessing Hugh Freeze will either be, either be before or after that. Um, but I have been told that Favor would like to have his decision, at least mentally, done by Thursday night. Uh, whether or not he, he had, uh, discloses that publicly remains to be seen, but Thursday night was his kind of goal. Um, but as far as other guys that I thought was, was worth mentioning, Cohen Eccles yes. was there, huge, huge target along the offensive line in the 2024 class. Cohen Eccles, Jay Head, Favor Edwin, you think about Mikey DeBose, um, they, had, they had some elite offensive linemen there. Um, just got to get a couple of these guys to pull the trigger. Hell, Michael DeBose, man, I, yeah. I don't know if he's just – if he's full of it, but if he's not, I, I would I would not want to be a Georgia fan or a Georgia coach reading his quotes after the Iron Bowl. I wouldn't either. And look, Viger High School is a, is a high school that has been kind to Auburn over the years, been kind to Alabama as well. I can't remember Georgia being able to go into Viger High School and pluck a whole lot of kids away from two in-state schools. And I think Auburn's done a fantastic job of wrapping their arms around this young man, making him feel the home feeling. He's a little bit closer to home there. Uh, and the fact that Willie Anderson has been as involved in his recruitment, a kid that went to his same high school from that Mobile area, was able to be successful at Auburn and in the NFL. I think it's kind of shown him a path and given him a mentor that was a little bit unexpected, but a great move by Hugh Freeze and this staff to get to put a guy that they can show him tangible proof of what Auburn can do for someone. KJ Lacey was there from the 2025 class. Ryan Williams, we mentioned him. Cam Coleman from 2024. Um, I think all of the commitments except Dimitri Nicholas and Jamonte Waller maybe. Yes, and Waller was more of a situation where I think he just couldn't make it. It yeah. wasn't he didn't want to be there. It was just logistics didn't work out. Right. So, um, real quick before we get to the questions, Auburn did offer um, Jerquan Jerk Jerkin Scott. 
I've said Jerquan. I don't Jerquan. know. Jerquan. Jerquan, that sounds right. Jerquan. Yeah. Man, once again, you know you don't want me to say it. Don't even like. <laughs> Jerquan. <laughs> Jerquan. It's, it's Jerquan Scott. That's where we're going to go with now. He is yeah. a transfer from Southern Miss. Yes. Originally from Davidson High School in Mobile. There you go. That's right. That's right. He is uh, received an offer from Auburn almost immediately after going in the portal, or at least announcing his intentions. He set up an official visit for October, uh, December the 8th. I think Auburn's going to be kind of quiet this weekend as far as visits goes. I'm not expecting any at least this. So that means you've got two weekends before early signing period that Auburn's going to have visits. That December the 8th through the 10th is going to be a big one. You've got Jerquan Squat. Come, squat. <laughs> Scott <laughs> coming in. And then uh, how about your boy, Cole, uh, Seth Wilford coming yes. in December the 8th, big JUCO offensive lineman. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I think Seth Wilford is, is much needed. Um, you know, in favor Edwin, we all feel good about him going to Auburn probably, committing to Auburn. Yeah, yeah, I do. But at the same time, we know how these things go with the recruiting if there is a holdup. You have to question why. Why is that happening? Why? What right. is the holdup? What are you waiting on? The kind of thing. And the longer it goes on, the more worried I get. Let's put it that way. Of course, there's usually an answer. Uh, whether mm-hmm. it's you know I had to get something figured out first, and then um, even with Laquan Robinson, it's, it's good as we knew. You know, we felt really great about him, but he held it off for a little while, and we had to question it. It's just how it goes. Sure. Um, no, I, I think Seth Wilford is important because he's. Again, that layer depth you're trying to build. Yes. Just pull a, a, a whole bunch of grad transfers out of the portal again on the offensive line. You've got to help build things up class by class. And, you know, Justin's got the scholarship breakdown on the board, which is great. You can look at it and go, that's probably not what it needs to look like. You know, you got to have guys in each class. No, it was eye opening for anybody that saw that to see. I think you got 27 seniors. And then a good clip of freshmen and those junior and sophomore classes, just not a lot to them left, right? Just not a lot there. And so you're right, Cole, layered depth. And that's where I think this staff is going to be strategic in kind of how they manage that. You do not want to overload in one class or the other. I mean, I think 27, 27 scholarship seniors leaving, they were planning on having a big 25 class. But, damn, 27? That's a lot, man. That's a lot in one class. <laughs> All right, let me get re. Okay, there. that's awful. I need to turn it over. Hey, but let's uh, let's let's get unless y'all have a uh, let's get to those questions. Yeah, I think that's what's, oh, what's what the fans want to hear. Much better. Let me move my second corner. All right, let's see here. War Eagle forty two wants to know any reality that Grayson McCall, who was the Coastal Carolina quarterback who entered the transfer portal a year ago, I think he actually got to Auburn on a visit, but they had to turn around and go back home because he couldn't uh, transfer in academically. Uh, Any reality that Grayson McCall will come to Auburn after graduating? J-Head, you've uh, you've done a little digging on this end. Yeah, I've been poking around on this a little bit. Um, I'm not sure where he sits on their quarterback board. I don't – whereas last year I felt like he was target one from the transfer portal, I don't necessarily feel that way this time around. Could he end up being at Auburn? Absolutely. I mean, I think he's somebody they're going to evaluate and entertain for sure. Is he the top target on the board this year? I just don't know. I'm not getting a definitive yes when I hear that right now. And he's one of the few guys I can comment on. I mean, obviously, we can't talk about anybody who's not in the portal. Yeah. 
Uh, he just entered today, but I don't – something about this situation makes me feel like Spencer Sanders from last year. That's yeah. that's kind of the the way I feel about Grayson McCall right now. Now, look, I may get a text or a phone call, you know, that changes my opinion completely, but right now that's kind of how I feel about it. Sounds good. Uh, certainly something to keep an eye on, but I'm with you. I just don't feel like there's a lot of buzz around him right now. It's certainly not as much as there was a year ago. Oh, Eli Doublelot wants to know, who is – uh, DeAndre Carter rooming with when he commits to USC. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Who is Auburn most interested in out of the quarterbacks in the transfer portal? So of the quarterbacks in the transfer portal, there's n- there aren't many. Yeah, I mean you got a few, right. You got McCall that's out there. Uh, there are obviously some Twitter rumors around Cam Ward. I can't verify any of that. Max Johnson just committed to. North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, you have, uh, Will Howard Howard from Kansas State, who was pretty good for them. I, I think he might be on the radar, but I don't, again, don't know exactly where he's. he's yeah. would, would, do you think it's fair to say, listen, of the guys in the portal, I don't know that there's a lot of interest in any of them right now. You yeah. also have Ed Jefferson, who possibly. Yeah. He he. Uh, reports came out that he's going to hit the portal, but then he put something on his Instagram saying, "I haven't made my decision yet." So that's, you know, here I don't know how to approach that exactly. But if he is in the portal, I, I would I'm going to keep an eye on him. That's for sure. Fair. Right. Well, hey Eli, we're probably know a lot more in a week when we see more. Probably maybe towards the end of the month, really after uh, when more names hit. I just haven't seen anybody that. Um, Alerted me. No, and and you're right, Jeffrey. I think there's still it, the portal hasn't officially opened. What you got right now are grad transfers that are able to get in, FCS kids that end their season early, and then you also have um, kids that are able to enter the portal where there's been a coaching change, right? So you're seeing some of that situation go on. I think the the young man from Southern Miss was a graduate transfer, and that's why we, he was able to go ahead and put his name into the portal. Yeah. But the portal officially opens on December the fourth, I believe. Um, you should see a lot more action then. And then as coaching changes continue to happen, like with offensive coordinators getting hired, so on and so forth, I think you'll see more names enter the portal. Hunter K0228, what's the holdup with Eccles, Cohen Eccles, and Favor Edwin? I don't think there is a holdup with Eccles. I don't, I'm not expecting anything from him. Um, I mean, he visited. I think he's, you know, he's still committed to A&M. They've got a new coach. He probably wants to meet the guys. Uh, but I still – after the Iron Bowl, have heard good things uh, from Auburn's side, at least, and from Eccles' side. Seems to be a lot of buzz with Auburn. I, I'm not expecting Eccles right now. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised if he waited till signing day or the week of. Right. And I, I trust your guys' opinion on that more than mine. My immediate reaction is a kid from Texas that A&M wants. That's going to be a really tough flip, right? It, it is. It is. It is. Especially um, when you get a new staff. And you've got the come be a part of this new regime. You know, it, it, there, there's a good selling point for a new coach. Right. It's kind of like Connor Lou going to Miami when Auburn got a new coach. Atlanta is a heck of a lot closer to Auburn than it right. is Miami. Yeah. So proximity starts to play. A lot, a lot of things working for against Auburn in that recruitment. As far as favor, Edwin, Edwin, he's just taking his time, man. Um, he wants to talk it over with his family the next couple of days. Like I said earlier, having to have a decision later this week. Uh, although we might not know about it. hope we do, but we may not. Uh, the Optimist 
is Charleston Collins out of Arkansas, a legit backup plan for LJ McCray, Jeremiah Beeman. Odds we strike out on all three. Charleston Collins is the four-star defensive tackle who's committed to Arkansas, is he not? He is. Yes. Chad Simmons had something on him earlier this week and um, expects him to visit Auburn. Yes. I looked into this. Um, Charlie Collins, he goes by Charlie. Okay. Uh, Chuck. Actually, I had like a long conversation with him once. Um, This is like in February on the phone for like 30 minutes. (laughs) He just talks. He's a talker. Some guys are, some guys aren't. That's just how it goes. Um, good dude though. He he he's very he was very uh, pleasant to talk to for sure. Anyway, I I do think that he is a legitimate backup plan um, for those two. I don't know if you would call it striking out if you didn't get Collins, because I don't know how hard Auburn's going to push for him. I think uh, they're on the fence there, so they may look at it and go, if you don't get any of those three, you know, that's more for the portal if they have, you know, because right. it. You're in a weird place right now where <clears throat> portal is fusing with the end of your 24 class, and you're going to have to make a decision at some point. Yes. Where where are the better players? Is the better player long-term for me in the 24 class right now, or do I have more success going for maybe three or four D linemen from the portal, just hypothetically? And then – you know, the other part of that, Cole, what's your NIL budget? Because that's a factor, man. I mean, it, we, we all know that shopping in the top end of the portal is expensive. So what do you have to allocate fund-wise to that by comparison to what it would take to procure, say, you know, a high school prospect or something? And I'm not saying that that's the, the end-all, be-all. There's other parts of recruitment. But we all know that's a factor. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like it's not. Yeah. Let's see. Wardam615, <clears throat> what's the path to a top-10 class, and is it realistic? Absolutely, it's realistic. Uh, the path would be um, flipping Cam Coleman. Yep, got that. That's pivotal on that one. I feel like yeah. if you flip Cam Coleman, you're top ten. Where, is Auburn? Is Auburn twelve? No, they're like sixteenth, aren't they? They're sixteenth or seventeenth, I think. Oh. Uh, so oh. I think I think Cam gets you top twelve. Um, I, I think him alone gets you top twelve. So then it's can you land another big blue chip like a Beeman? Or a McRae or a Charleston Collins or somebody along Cohen those lines. Yeah. Well, Cohen's even, re- I think he's what, top 300, but I don't know that he's top. He's, top, he's top 250. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Auburn needs two blue chip guys. Yes, they need two blue chip guys, big time blue chip guys to move into the top 10. Uh, Cam gets one of them. Ryan Williams would be another one. But if he, if he requali- reclassifies and commits to Auburn, or you know, flips to Auburn from Alabama, and I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying that's another guy that you could watch. So they're currently sitting at number 15, by the way. 15. Okay. 15. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to take two blue chippers to get Auburn in that top 10. I agree. I, I think it's fairly doable. I mean, uh, leads us to our next question here from Bettis. How big of a threat is FSU for FSU for Cam Coleman? Um, they're a threat, but man, they sure are making a bigger move for Jeremiah Smith. They really are. Yeah, they are pressing hard there. Norvell is all the way in on that one. I, I, I almost feel like it's either – and with Damian Craig out at A&M, there's no scenario where I expect Cam Coleman to stick with A&M. I just don't. No. I, I think he was the tie that binded out there. I really think it's Auburn right now. I, I just – I can't come up with anybody else. I'm watching Georgia. 
I'm just keeping my eye there. They don't have a big-time playmaker at wide receiver in that class. Something makes me think Kirby's going to make a move late. Um, not saying that Auburn can't withstand or that he's not favored to Auburn. I'm just saying that's a school that I'm going to continue to pay attention to because that's kind of their M.O. That's their move. Mm, I'm gonna say, I, that's, I just don't know who, it else, who else there is. I agree. Because if FSU goes all in on Jeremiah Smith. And, and Damien's not at A&M. Damien's not at A&M. And listen, those were the two schools who never stopped recruiting Cam Coleman. That's why yeah. That's why you've, you're hearing the most about those two schools. Other schools dipped off. These two guys didn't, or these two coaching staff didn't. And if, and I'm, I'm sure FSU still pushing for him. It just seems like Jeremiah Smith is grabbing all their five-star wide receiver headlines, while Cam Coleman is grabbing all the Auburn five-star wide receiver headlines. I agree. Um, uh, Logic Agu, if Hugh decided not to get a transfer quarterback, probably not happening. And spend money elsewhere, it's not happening. Who would be some of the top targets in the portal at other key positions? It is the, the problem with the portal questions, and Jay Head, you, you know this is better than I do, it's just too early for that. We can't discuss kids that aren't in the portal. Like it, it, to us, it's unfair to the kid, and it's unfair to us to theorize about things that haven't happened just yet. And I'm not trying to be a jerk to our list. I know they are like it's portal season. We know people love it because it's quick, it's fast, it's exciting. But we just can't discuss what hasn't taken place just yet. But for you guys that are in the portal, we're absolutely going to spend. Uh, time dedicated towards an interior offensive lineman. Like I, I think they absolutely want an interior guy. They got a they got a guy coming in this next weekend uh, because of that need, where they feel like they need a a third interior guy to get through next season. Quattro, how many official visits do we have left? Oh gosh, I forgot. Fifty something, fifty six. I have to go 20. back and look how many they've given. I think there's up to seventy now. Yeah, go, go ahead, Cole. No, there's going to be plenty. I, I think you yeah, should. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah don't worry about that. How, how do those work with portal guys? Portal guys count the same. Uh, everybody counts as an official visit. Um, I think there was actually some from the 2023 class that rolled over, or was. Well, we used all the 23. Used all those, I think you used some of the 2022 that had rolled over last year. Yes, we did. We used 2022. Anyway, official visit numbers, do not worry about that. That's not a problem. No, uh, we, Dan. Cody, one, have we snuckled back to Jaquan McCroy, Cole? No, I mean, there may have been some, you know, some some communication there. The lines of communication open back up is what I was told at one point. He was. I didn't believe I was doing my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He was uh, at Auburn for one game, and I don't remember what game that was. But, no, I I don't expect him to be in Auburn's class. Georgia. He was at the Georgia game, Cole. A-U-J-H-W. With Oscar Chapman being a senior, he can still come back. Uh, Mm -hmm. Does Auburn plan on signing a punter? I think it's going to be up to that. Uh, Who on Auburn staff is in charge of recruiting specialists, long snappers, punters, and kickers? That would be Tanner Burns. Tanner Burns, the uh, special teams coach. Uh, Towns Magoo uh, from Auburn High School. He's a kicker. Uh, Auburn really wants him. He is a stud kicker. Isn't he? Have you guys seen him in person? I mean, I saw some of his kicks online. This kid's Me too. 60 guys plus out. Yeah. He kicked a 56 to the I went to the Auburn Hoover game 
60 yarder in that game. I watched it. It was impressive. Am I going in and out? No, Cole is. Okay, okay. All right, True Potatoes Powell. You're all right. Any running back board movement? I, you know, I was surprised to see Kevin Riley at that game this past weekend. Uh, what about circling back to guys like Ronnie Royal? I just don't think Auburn's reaching here. Auburn's, there's no reason um, for Auburn to reach for running back. I want your guys' opinion on this. Okay. But my thought is Auburn's going to allocate spots elsewhere in this class. Like, look, you still only get 85 scholarships. That's right. And I think they have, they feel like they have more needs at other positions beyond running back. Like they need more wide receivers in this class than they need a running back. They potentially need a tight end more than they need a running back. Like I, I just, that's my gut reaction right now. I think we're in that tough position of roster management where we're like, we got five guys we like. Jarquez is probably coming back. There's really not a huge need for us to go all in on a running back right now. Uh, B.M. Hart, are we more likely to flip Ryan Williams or Jeremiah Beeman as of today? Oof. I almost kind of put them both at. I think I got Beeman at 45. I've yeah. got Ryan Williams at 50. But until Auburn shores up the quarterback, I might move him back down to 45. I'm with you. Um, under the pretense that Auburn uh, is able to put a name in the quarterback room that's enticing to Ryan Williams, I would say Ryan Williams is the the more likely of the two. Yeah, me too. But that's under that condition, so I'm with you, Jeffrey. Right. I've got Alabama leading for both of those guys right now. I'm leaning. I'm leaning that way. Ask me next week. I might be leaning back the other way, but for right now, I'm leaning Alabama for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, got, I've got Alabama leading for both, but I would. I would. Um, I'd say Beeman's more likely as of today. Okay. There you go. Be die. Anything on how DeAndre Carter's visit went? I, 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 I watched and um, briefly spoke to DeAndre during the game, but no, I haven't talked to him afterwards. I have not. Cole, did you see him? I didn't even see him after the game. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see him after the game. Uh, I did see him before the game, sort of talked to him. I, I mean, it looked like he was having a good time. He's liked every single one of my tweets since. I don't know what that means. but Oh, he, he's in, he's, though. He's in, man. I, I mean, <laughs> There was just so many uncommitted and elite recruits there that I put, you know, commitments on the back burner because um, people are more interested in new names, the yeah. Targets. Look at him. That's how his visit went. <laughs> yeah, if you don't believe that that kid is in and his family are in, um. That's a great thing to see, isn't it? If you're an Auburn coaching, if you're Jake Thornton, yeah, you love seeing that right now, for sure. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, the Don underscore one. Uh, if Auburn doesn't land any 2024 running backs this cycle, and right now I don't think they will, uh, do they look at the portal? Cole says no. If so, who are likely targets? Uh, Jay, I think you said it best, dude. It's not – no, 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 no. Uh, in addition to there not being a really big need for it, there's a spot in that 85 list yeah. that needs to go elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. not a need for a running back in this class. Now, if David Uziomume says, kind of like I want in, I, I don't think you tell him no. Absolutely. But other than that, because he's an I, impact guy, right? Like, you take as many impact players as you can get. Impact player, there you go. 
they're not just going to take a running back to take a running back when the needs are greater in other spots. And like you said, Jeffrey, you are you're not hard capped by how many you can take in a class, but you are hard capped by that 85. Okay, and so you're already pushed up as per Justin's scholarship chart. You're with our current commitments in tow. You're already 84 commitments. Now we know that are 84 people on your roster going in next year. Now we know that that's not accounting for the kids that are going to hit the portal, like the ones that just hit, because he put that out before NHA Sledge and uh, Stephen Johnson and folks said, hey, they're going to enter the portal. They're not going to be the last two, okay? I, I would expect Auburn to lose anywhere between 10 to 15 kids to the portal. That's my expectation. Yep. Robert Dale, one, wants to know, uh, has the ship sailed on Jalewis Solomon? Do you expect Auburn to do an in-home visit with him? Probably do an in-home visit with him, but the feedback I got Sunday uh, after he went to South Carolina was not good. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, you know, that – has it sailed? Not completely, but damn, it's taken off. Yeah. I, I honestly think Auburn at DB is pretty much done unless a KJ Bolden wants in. I think they'll go fill their needs in the, in the, in the uh, transfer portal. From I here think they like Jalewis Solomon a lot. I don't know if they're willing to just absolutely go to battle for him, if that makes right. sense. Um, it, it, I just don't feel like they're knocking the door down trying to get to him. Uh, but, you know, it, it I think they're pretty decent at DB right now. They're probably going to go to the portal again for that. South Carolina is one of these programs where you you have to look at it this way, too. Don't forget this. South Carolina is in a spot right now where if they don't make a move, Sam Beamer is going to be out before too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he thinks Jalewis Solomon's a guy that can help change that. He's going to go all in for him. And I think that's what you got going on right now with Auburn going, we'd love to have you, but. You know, understood. Yeah, we ain't breaking the bank for you, big dog. No, we need a veteran corner and a veteran safety more than we need another young guy to add to a compilation of really good, young, talented players. Huh? One. Are there any 2025 recruits that we're looking at down in South Florida? Uh, Yes, of course. And I will say this. I can't remember their names, man. Cole, maybe you can help me out. I think there are three wide receivers at – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. God, what are those kids' names, man? And there's one of them I know we really like. One of them's already committed. What's his name? Boy, I can't. I what can't, I can't what school is it? Is it um? It's not Boynton Beach. It's not Miramar. Boy, I'll tell you. Hang on. Is it Shamada Madonna? There you go. That's it. Yeah. Waden Waden Charles is one of them. Yes. Waden Charles. But that's a guy to watch. And he's got two teammates, or maybe there's a 2026 in there too. But yes, yeah. yes, to one. They're 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 uh, they're recruiting that South Florida. Um, if you go look at 2025 offers, it'll probably take you down through some of those guys who Auburn has offered early and um, is targeting. The 2025 class got a good um, good start in uh, a. Tell them about the top ten. I'd be surprised if twenty twenty five it doesn't. It's, it's already in the top. I think it's seven on, on three industry. I, I'd be surprised if it ever falls out of the top ten. Yep, Kamari Williams. Kamari uh, Williams. There you go. And, yeah. and Wade and Charles. Yep. Yep. But at least those two to one. All right. Uh, NSH times Albi. Uh, who are you taking if all these guys into the portal? I don't know. 
Cam Ward, Riley Leonard, KJ Jefferson, Gracie McCall, Grayson McCall. Uh, I'll answer it when they enter the portal. Like I, I honestly, guys, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Um, this is not me trying to to in any way be dismissive to your question. It just we can't answer that. They're not realistic. I mean, look, dream scenario. Sure, I'd love to have Riley Leonard on this team, but he's not in the portal right now. Pack of Brother 12, do you believe Coleman drops a commitment before December the 20th, or will he just sign with someone on National Signing Day? Hmm. I, I think he might be a signing day guy. I do, too. And I, I, think, think, uh, I think Auburn might prefer that. I, I got to tell you, there, there's got to be something on Signing Day, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. You want the majority done before Signing Day? But, look, Cam Coleman's going to have his moment on Signing That's not a kid that's going to get skipped, right? Right. Like, you're going to get Chad Simmons and Steve Wiltfong and all the national guys. They're going to be there front and center for his commitment. I won't be. Correct. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I told you I'm not going to do it on signing day. No, we're going to have our own show. That's so, right. But I will say this. Like, like Cole, and I think Auburn's got to have something on signing day. Yeah. Yeah, they do. you got to have something. And uh, what, what better than the uh, number five overall recruit flipping to Auburn on signing day? Five-star wide receiver from and right down the road. Uh, let's the see good here. thing uh, is, I think Hugh Freeze has a flair for the theatrics as well. So Yeah. Yeah. He knows <laughs> how to play the game. He knows how to do it. it yeah, he does. Uh, Wilf, Wilf 10, which current Auburn commits will have the most trouble holding on to? Shit, I'd have to go to the 2025 class, to be honest with you. Yeah, if you're going 2025, Malik Autry, because he's got a lot of people coming at him right now. In this class, who's the kid that um, T.J. Lindsey? Probably. Real quick, though. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree on Lindsey. I tell you what, uh, after Florida tanked and their uh, coaches started getting canned, Malik Autry sure was fired up about Auburn, wasn't he? <laughs> There's a, I mean, I think Texas is trying to make a move with him, no doubt. But, mm-hmm. boy, talking to him, I mean, he's one of the more blunt guys out there, Jeffrey. Like, he will tell you exactly what's on his mind. Hey, you know, they don't have no receivers, man. They can't do it without receivers. That kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I, he seems pretty honest. He seems like he's pretty much locked in to me. Uh, I've been fooled before, but this one would be pretty surprising if he left Auburn. Sure. I see. Oh, PSA. <clears throat> How many scholarship D linemen would Auburn like to have on the roster? This is a good question. Uh, I know we need more than five or six in the rotation. So I know, like, Auburn, what, you got five running backs. You got ten wide receivers. Um, I think from a defensive line standpoint, a purely interior defensive line, I think anywhere between 12 to 15. Huh. Yeah. Does, does that count the uh, defensive end, the five? Yeah, they can, that counts the end. So I, I'm calling that all interior defensive line. And then I think in the jack spot, probably four to five is what you're looking at for a specialty position. And I lean towards five. All right. I like it. That, was that it? We got them all? Look at us. In 30 minutes, this is record time. Look at Jeffy looked like he just got some preparation H he put on. <laughs> that bucket moved in the right spot. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I do have a bunch of uh, how about you's. Okay. And also, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk to you all after this. I, I'm, since the, the season is over with, we've got signing day in, in, in three weeks. Um, you know, one, one of these uh, a week might not be enough. Yeah, I think we may need to increase it to two. I, I, I was thinking maybe Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. I'm good. Well, good or, or Friday, Tuesday and Friday. We'll talk after the weekend, and then we'll preview the weekend ahead. Yeah. Maybe start that next I week. I want to um, have better next time. Because, listen, things change so much. By the time we talk next week, you know, Jalua Salmon, you know, you just never know. If things change so much, it'd be it'd be better for us and our our listeners to uh, to be able to talk after this weekend and before the next weekend, after that weekend. So something to think on. I think I'm all for it. I agree. Um, Me too. All right. We've had some damn good cornering going on, big dog. We have. We very much have. Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member, check it out. We still got a special. I think this, I think the uh, – I hear something moving over there. So I got my rifle. Um, $1 for the first month. Um, come join us. Come look at and I tell you what, if you sign up now for one dollar for the first month, it'll take you through signing day. You get all the coverage up until and even I think through December, uh, Christmas, for one dollar. All right, let's do some how about you's, and I'm hitting hitting the woods. I hear you on that. How about uh, you? I'm a lot. Let me go with a guy that I owe from about a week and a half ago, Bobby Sweatpants. Bobby did some quality cornering. I mean, some absolute quality cornering, and I mean from a content standpoint, I thought his posts were fantastic. Uh, so, Bobby, big dog, here you go, man. How about you? And then stats don't matter. Um, just love what you bring to the table, man. I think you're fantastic. So, definitely uh, another how about you to you as well, buddy. I like it. I have got six of them today. Okay. Uh, Coach, Coach CMC. Mm-hmm. Because – Somebody said, can somebody break down Walter White for us? And he goes, yeah, I think he's a high school chemistry teacher, part-time car wash employee. <laughs> uh, it was good. A lot of people jumped in, but his his was the best. I thought he had the best reply. Um, I'm going with Chad F93 for that cops video he shared on the board. Can of corn. That's him. That's, him. That's Chad F in the video. He's not the, he's not, he's not the bad person. He's the cop. <laughs> so that, I thought that was great, hilarious. Um, Mitch twenty five, good poster. Thought he made a really good point talking about um, when we when I did the story on the North Dakota offensive line transfer, Easton Kilty. Um, somebody said something about you know not feeling great about the portal this year because of some of the. You know, some of the guys didn't pan out, and he's like, where would Auburn be without Dylan Wade, Gunnar Britton, Jalen McLeod, Austin Keys? He just started naming off a bunch of people. Thought it was a great point. Um, Hicks Rich. Hicks Rich. Yeah. A.U. Mike B. K. Love oh, yeah. it. I love his contribution, just like you said, stats don't matter. I agree with you, Jay. A-U-M-I-K-E? It's A-U-M-I-C-B-K. I just say A U Mike. I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah, yeah. he got the mic, man. There you go. And then um, A U Hawk is my other one. Oh, that's not true. A U Hawk, and then Eagle Warrior seventeen. Yep. Eagle Warrior seventeen. 
All right, let me get through mine, man. Let's see here. How about you do a DL, a DPN blunt? How about you, big dog? Uh, I'm trying to think, man. I, I had so many, um, so many good stuff here. Uh, ha- how about you to Tyler nine two five eight? How about you to Tank Biggs? Mm. All caps, so he likes to yell. <laughs> Tank Biggs. Uh, how about you to AU fan twenty twelve? How about you to Weeks? Yeah, Weeks. Weeks. How about you, Weeks? Mm-hmm. How about you to DDG Chaps? How about you to uh, Cash Gorilla? How about you to BBP? Yeah, that's a yep. good one. Yep. Listen to this. How about you to Gorgeous Freaking Gorgeous, man? I, I actually like Gorgeous, dude. Who is this guy? He flipped the script, man. He is awesome. And listen, how about you to Gorgeous Borders? Because when I posted the, you know, uh, most most heartbreaking loss in the Iron Bowl, before the game, he said, this weekend. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. How about you, Gorgeous? Uh, how about you to all the meat for free? <laughs> you say that? I'm, I'm... That sounds good enough to me. I, I don't all know. The a- a- meat, all the meat for free, big dog. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I want you to War Dan Eagle. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one, man. Now, now Dan called in Sunday night on the call-in show. He did. He's, he's down to 75, and he's like 32. Yeah. Dan's young, man. He's like me. Check it home. Yeah, listen, when, I, when you guys first saw my face, when people like got surprised, they thought I was like 85. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the damn truth? <laughs> How about you to War 77 Eagle? How about you to E Moss? Who loves the hoodie, Jay Lee? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, how about you to E Saint 1? Yeah. Saw him, met him. I think you met him at the game before the game of the day. Yeah, how yeah. about to, to Will Smith, uh, not the one who got murdered by his friend? Hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about, do you? Uh, <laughs> no, this is Will Smith. I met him before the game, too. He, I think he was actually the one who uh, I was about to photobomb. I was walking down the sidelines, and uh, this guy was like, stop. I was like, damn. They, like, took a p- fancy picture. And he was like, hey, yeah. He saved me. He, I appreciate him. Uh, so how about you, man? We had some fantastic subscribers, man. The message board's been killing it. Love it. It's a lot yes. of fun. Um, we appreciate everybody uh, to see here. We will be back Sunday night for the call-in show, and then we will have a uh, new schedule for next week. We'll try to get you. Uh, we'll try to double up on these shows, kind of keep everybody more involved and more informed when it comes to Auburn recruiting. Like I said, three weeks from today, the early signing period begins. We are already planning on having another signing day show all day live. Catch the action as it happens. Love that man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Um, so uh, appreciate everybody, man. Uh, what would I say? Sunday night, and then we'll we'll, we'll re, uh, reconvene about our schedule next week. Uh, once again, Auburn Lee County, Opelika, Jessica Andrus with the Talons Group. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. Tell her we sent you. Uh, all right, that's going to do it, folks. We really appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, for Jay Head, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay at that left lane. See ya. <laughs>